Good morning. Yeah, it's another beautiful morning over Central Texas. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show in Texas. I'm Cody Ryan, sitting in with me this morning, Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. Looking sleepy? Oh, yeah, after big KOZ camp, man. We'll call you sleep. Woo. We'll call you sleepy. Uh, sleepy Beef? No. No, it didn't sound good. I don't know. I don't I don't know what we'll call you. They, I'm sleepy, too. Yeah? Wait, just you slide You feared in. that I would... Y'all both feared. Road rash. Oh, yeah. Feared that I wouldn't make it into the bunkhouse <laughs> on time. Had a little... Little, uh... Some items I was it, taking care of this morning. It better be good. I want to... Is it... If it's about your daughter... No, no, it's... I'm all... Ha- oh, you know, that, yes, 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 yes. Uh, the user an daughter, excuse. Uh, yeah, you had to... S- do cried and, great, yeah. when I was leaving or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. So anyway, but the good news is we made it. We're here. I'm sleepy, but to tell you the truth, we've been getting up before this all week at camp. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's nothing different. No, you should have seen those boys, man. Celebration, uh, last day, their heads were bobbing up and down. Yeah, I'm tired. Like, as as the parents pulled out. We'll talk I, about that at the okay. top of the hour. Next hour, we've got uh, all KOZ camp talk coming up at the top of the 8 o'clock ching, hour. Ching, We're going to talk ching. about the the good, the bad, the ugly of what happened at Kids Outdoor Zone. Can I add another uh, Honey adverb? Camp. The smelly. Yes. Okay. Well, The good, the bad, the I ugly, and the smelly. I don't want to know the smelly, but I, okay. I, I do have an additional, uh, the awesome, that I want to hear. You know? All right. So we'll talk about that at the top of the hour. We've got all your favorite segments this hour. Uh, yeah, the Kids Outdoor Zone camp had been uh, uh, taking place this week, the hunting camp, mm-hmm. that is, where they learn valuable outdoor skills throughout the entire week. And, and they get their hunter's ed camp, on Monday. They get their so. hunter's ed, and then they start hunting, actual yep. hunting. And, uh, and a lot of them got to harvest animals, and we'll yep. talk about that on the flip side. But, uh, yeah, all your favorite those are, segments. And that's where Beefsteak was a good portion of the week. TJ was there, uh, has been there for, I don't know, a couple of like weeks. 10 days or something. Yeah, he's a little overkill. But now he's going to go off and be a mountain man for a little bit. Yeah, and I don't know when they left or whatever. He hasn't texted or called me or anything of the sort he's kind of really off the grid right now he didn't want anybody to know but the cool part reality is he's a 60 year old man with a family and responsibilities i know he is not a mountain man (laughs) and he has a career and bills all those things still exist sure and so he at some point has to face reality and come back. Come out, huh? come out of this dream. <laughs> well, and, I do uh, know that he hey, has about. You, can sure. you shut that? I can't see anything. He's got four LITs, leaders in training, yeah. that he's dragging along to the mountain. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that cool? To keep watch over him. That's yeah. Cool. So he's got some young young guys that, uh, that helped with the Kids Outdoor Zone camp. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't see what was going on. Road Rash was jumping in. But yes. Thank you. You didn't have, you didn't put that rabbit skin over to. Over that uh, <laughs> hole in the wall, like you normally do in that sun, boy, it hits where I sit at the inside the bunkhouse. Uh-huh. That hole yeah. in the wall 
which I still <laughs> nobody will admit to where that hole came from. Loaded but, firearm went off, I think, is what happened. It shines, that sun shines right through that little hole, and uh, you got you got to stuff a little rabbit skin over I think it's got the, the size of a 12-gauge. Yeah, pattern, that, is, you know. that ain't no little no, accident. That's good. Uh, oh, you mean, all right, someone got a little upset. But TJ is heading to the... Uh, we think to, heading to the mountain. Well, I why mean, is he I guess. so aloof about this? He he won't tell us. He won't tell anybody. You well, try to pin him down somewhere. I just didn't know if he was coming in here. You know, I drove. I drove from uh, being that this is my responsibility to be at the bunkhouse on Sunday morning. I like how you seven to point nine that out right after you talked about TJ being gone. Right. This okay. is my this is my responsibility. <laughs> Uh, knowing that uh, every chance that I can, when I'm not in an actual fishing uh, tournament or event, uh, trying to make money, for when your I family, can yeah. make it back into town and come in here and hang out with you guys in the bunkhouse, I absolutely do so. And you know, uh, I've driven from Missouri all night long back to Central Texas and made it to just so you hang could be out with us. on the bunk. Hey, it's a responsibility I have, right? See, I have a theory it's the other way around where you just enjoy it so much. My company that you just really, you're like, why really I gotta go when I'm not here to control and wrangle oh, you guys. That's what it is. That's it. Okay. Yeah. It's a control issue. It's a control issue. Who absolutely. knows what could happen? <laughs> you gotta take care of okay. Now yeah. I get it. So uh, ICAST is going on. We'll talk about that next segment. That's going on uh, next week. We've got some friends going to be there, give us some updates on what's been happening in the outdoor world. That's a crazy place, isn't it? Um, You probably, if you go, don't you plan? I mean, how much walking do you have to do? Yeah, well, it's not a public show. Right, I understand. It's It's not a public show, but it's an outdoor industry professional show for, for the fishing world. And uh, so we'll report on that. It's it's uh, it's as big as bad as it gets as it's going to get. A lot of times you'll see like sneak previews and things like that coming out. Not a lot of that. That's stuff the coolest part, right? Showing up yet is the new like new model or new innovative things. Yeah, I mean that's where they are all revealed in the fishing world. So uh, Bassmaster, I, I, did you get your Bassmaster magazine? No, I only do it online. I don't actually have the, Hey, the, Hey, look, the papers I was looking for, they fell out. That's Amazing. what I was looking for. So apparently for. you haven't been uh, reading it very much <laughs> in the last week. No. I just, so you just carry that around. It's kind of like one of those things you do to be a bass guy is just carry that around, huh? Carry a Bassmaster magazine. Yeah. You know, it's funny cause, no, cause I my have, wife throws them away. I, See, here's the deal. I had I I had a giant uh a giant stack of um a vintage of, like like, yeah, of like all Bassmaster of the Bassmaster magazines. Collection. Call it a collection. A huge collection for of the museum someday. magazines. Right. And um no way. She and, didn't do it. Well, I I, I told Recycle. her, I, I, well, I didn't know what I was going to do with them. So I told her, yeah, I guess get rid of them. Well, now she took that as, you know. Get if, gone. Done, get he'll, gone. He'll get it out. Of, she'll get it out of the mail, set it on the counter. If it doesn't get, if I don't pick it up, then she gets rid of How it. How many hours? Like six hours? And no, she'll leave goes. it there for a good day or so. You better take that so. thing in the bathroom and put it in a little corner <laughs> over there. 
But I, don't, you know, the thing is with online stuff now. I know. You, you know, I go yeah. and look at their website now, and I get all the same articles in the fir- in fifteen minutes. Yeah. Well, but so, that, I don't know. So anyway, hey, let's take a break, and then we'll pull TJ up. He's on the uh, other side. He, uh oh, I might be in trouble. I you just some, shut him down. <laughs> I had some sly comments. No, I had some, oh, yeah, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was just just giving him a hard time. You got to you, like you were. Setting he him must up. have just found his cell phone. That's what it is. He just found his phone. He had lost it. Now he found it. He's calling into the bunkhouse. That flip We'll have phone. him live on the flip side, heading to the mountain. Who knows where the he is? The one and only TJ Graney. Let's take a quick break. We'll catch you on the flip side. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone brought to you by McBride's Guns. With the way society is pounding on our Ridestone guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The ones we trust our constitutional rights are with McBride's Guns. Looking for your personal carry, looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun, McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, or modify your firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years at the corner of 30th and Lamar, or you can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right. Um, guess who, guess who, guess who, special guest. Yes. Special. TJ, are where you there in this the morning? world is TJ? Hello. Good morning. Howdy, 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 everybody. Oh, my gosh. Coffee has already uh, been caught drunk. Hey. Oh, it's two five-hour energies and a pot of coffee. It'll get you home <laughs> in Texas in three hours and two minutes. It is It is the only way to do a road trip after 10 hours at the ranch. 10 days. Oh, my gosh. Have you been driving all night? <laughs> no, actually, uh I left at four this morning. I'm already in Coleman. Uh, you know, Dallas, New Mexico is only 11 hours from Austin. Should do it all the time then. Only 11 short hours. That's only two and a half, five hour energies. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you're out of town. You didn't hear the first segment uh, and that you're on the road and safe. That's good. Yep. No, it's good. Just uh, pulled over at a little uh, picnic area and filled up my coffee cup. Um, did not hear that first segment, but I will get it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, it might be deleted. I don't know. Now, nah. now that you made such a deal out of it, I will be looking. But anyway, I'm. Uh, we're headed out. I'm headed out with a couple of young guys. We just came off 10, 10 days at the ranch. Uh, we had 16, uh, young guys out there and just an incredible week of hunter safety and survival and archery and all kinds of outdoor skills, beefsteak. Thank you very much for coming out there and adding your expertise to the, to the time out there. And, uh, thank you for having me. 
Yeah, no, it was so good. And then uh, had three boys baptized yesterday in a deer pond. Yeah. And uh, got home at, I guess we were home around five, maybe six yesterday and um, unloaded everything and then reloaded the truck. And I got the boys, most of the boys, three of the four boys that were my uh, helpers out at the ranch were headed up to um, Sipapu, New Mexico area, just just outside of Taos, and we're going to camp in the mountains for a couple of days and just rest and relax. And Are, are you going to give us the temperature of Sipapu now so we can be jealous? You can, you can look it up. It's, I mean, it's 84 here in Coleman in the hills. Uh, right now, so it's. I'm, I'm Coleman doesn't get any cooler. Cold. You got to keep going. You ain't there yet. Yeah. I and you know, but last week at the ranch, it was unusually cool. All last week, I mean, we've been there where you thought the a hair dryer was on high, just blowing on you the whole time, and the only really hot day was yesterday at the ranch. The rest of the week, it was like. Under ninety, maybe or low nineties, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm liking this Indian summer we got going here. Well, I just well, I think it's over, uh, according to the all the forecasts. It's and, over everywhere except for Sipapu, which currently is forty-seven degrees, and <laughs> <laughs> and the high it's going to climb up to all week. It's going to go up by one or two degrees until it finally gets to 58 degrees, I think. The high is going to be 64. That's it. So if I don't come back? <laughs> We've already, if you listen to the first segment on the podcast, you'll you'll get it. We had you, the ceremony in the yeah, plaque already. I, yeah. I pretty much told the world that, uh, no, you have responsibilities, you have a family, you have a job. Quit playing around and get your butt back to the bunkhouse. We got work to do. <laughs> oh, I do have to get back because I got to go speak at a church next week in uh, Illinois, someplace like that. So <laughs> I will come back. But, you know, your little brother moved out of the house. Now it's just a me and mrs grainy and which means you need uh, to get back and pick mrs grainy up because guess who is in town and who she calls on when something breaks (laughs) or she just is bored me so get your butt back to town the only real reason i would come back is because i have a beautiful granddaughter who is going to need some grandpa time but yeah well uh, at this rate, she doesn't know who you are even, really, so. <laughs> so I'm going to get you back one way or another. So are the... Are the... Anyway, uh, you know, it, one of the amazing things at the ranch, we're in Bryan College Station, and I'm telling you, every day we went out and we killed hogs and trapped hogs and coyotes every day, and there, I, I, I can't tell you, uh, there's probably probably saw a hundred uh baby hogs you know 12 inch oh no kidding oh yeah running in these yeah running in these tribes of hogs that we saw 
it was Tribes. incredibly, uh, it was eye-opening in a lot of ways because, you know, you hear about them multiplying and multiplying and multiplying, and we were teaching these uh, 12 boys that we had at the ranch about it, and then they were actually seeing it. Um, it was beautiful, too, because we were trapping some of them and shooting some of them, and course we eat everything that we kill so we were eating a lot of pulled pork and smoked pork and pork poppers and yeah uh, it, it was a beautiful beautiful thing our camp cook tommy thompson was uh he was in rare form i mean he was throwing down on that grill but it was really an eye-opening thing that how much what a problem they are um but boy, as a training tool for a young hunter, there's no better training tool than a bunch of hogs. You just got to know where to go, where you can see them. Um, yeah. But, oh my goodness, it was, it was an, it's amazing. It was a, it was a real lesson on the problem that they are, and, um, and but they're you know harvestable and edible. Yeah, well, way. even for the even for an older, you know, hunter, it uh, you know, to have a hog, it's it's something that is a, is still affordable and plentiful Indian. in Texas. It's like it's yeah. like going fishing. If you're going to take somebody fishing that hasn't been fishing, a kid or an adult, uh, you don't want to go fishing. You want to go catching. Because that's the the first time. Yeah, that's the yep. that's the that's right. That's the exciting adrenaline part, right? It, it gets, gets us you all hooked. fired up. So a lot of the same with hunting. Yeah. And if you're sitting, you know, and you go, and the, the memory is you're sitting in a under a tree, and it's raining, and you're freezing cold, and you see nothing. Well, that's not a very good memory from your first <laughs> time hunting. Start right? right, aka right. TJ's first time hunting. And therefore, year 14. right. And, and therefore, <laughs> you know, how many years did you go without hunting until it was nearly forced upon you again? And then it set off the whole, you know, the, the next experience, it the actual real experience yep. set it off right. and, uh, Do you and, know, and, uh, and turn the, the timetable, you know, a whole different direction. And so. It's that first experience, and, and hogs are a great way. It's something we're blessed with in Texas and to have could, tons of. And you could, there's no season. There's no season, and, and there's no, no license needed either. But we, uh, well, you got to we have a hunting to. license. Um, you do have to have a hunting license right now in the state of Texas, right now, I believe. September 1st. Yes. Uh, they, they're looking at making some changes, but currently you do have to have a hunting license. And, uh, and 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 there's plentiful. They're plentiful. If you go to the right places, you're gonna see pigs. So, by, by the way, in the I future, let's talk uh, uh, officially. A group of young pigs is called a drift, and a group of older pigs is called a sounder of swine. Yeah, I won't use. You that. won't use sounder no. or mm -hmm. drift, TJ. No. You're trying to you were trying to use that old Illinois farm boy talk while we were at the ranch, but we we just didn't pick up on it quite. i know what's wrong with y'all heard you talking about it but we didn't pick up on it and it's look at the swift of pigs that. going boy <laughs> maybe take them out with your a-holes man they what is that i don't, I don't know. know i just i don't know where that like came from 
just sounded right. I, it's like a Monty Python goes hunting or something. <laughs> oh, you would be yeah. like uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Oh well, no, that, that guy anyway, in Jumanji. I, I just I want to encourage anybody that uh, go to the Kids Outdoor Zone Facebook page. You can see a little bit about some of the things we did out at the ranch and what KOZ does, and uh, and also don't forget to encourage people if they want to know the story of KOZ, they can go to. Uh, Kids Outdoor Zone, or they can go to Amazon and get the book uh, Year 13 by, who is it? Um, well, T.J. Graney. Yeah. Extraordinaire. J.T. Graney or something like that. Hey, by the way, Griani. By the way, J.T. Griani. It's a great story for uh, moms, uh, families, parents who are wondering how they're going to survive their teenage son. And it's a great book for men to read, and uh, I can assure pastors out there that it's a, a great book to encourage your men in your church to uh, step into greater things. And uh, anyway, a little shameless self-promotion there, but if I don't do it, nobody will. Well, let me tell you, everything now is, this is how we communicate with T.J., I'll tell TJ a story or ask him a question about, hey, how does this work or this kid? And he's like, that's chapter seven. You can read that in chapter three. Yeah. Uh, just go to well, chapter I'm nine. For the most part. <laughs> yeah, he's he's totally joking. <laughs> I understand. But chapter seven okay. is not even close to uh It's all about running. you, Cody. So, you know. Yeah, if you want to hear about anything about Cody Ryan, it is chapter 11. It is dedicated to him. And, uh, no. Chapter 11, how ironic. Uh, my oh. own book is being written at this very... <laughs> it's a counter. I'm calling it year 14. <laughs> and uh, Growing up with dad. The true, the yes. true 13 or something. Yes, like the true the 13. Real, the real. The real deal. The oh, real deal. The real deal. R-E. Yay. But oh. I'm a... Pl- that's I'm a, I'm applauding TJ for getting up that early in the morning after a 10-day stint running this uh drift of boys, you know, through this whole process and uh and t- keeping hold of us as HTLs and leaders and the young guys and watching and praying over all of them and the safety was uh what was abounding there wasn't any problems and then taking off to the mountains and cleaning up and going i mean gotta have some energy tj i i'm giving you an applaud i know it's self-serving a little bit to go to the mountains yeah are you kidding i'm not applauding for going to see papu like on vacation in the mountains where it's 58 degrees he's gonna do work man he's gonna lay on the ground it's 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 all it's all based on a strict caffeine diet that <laughs> IV. Hey, we've got to take a break. Get on the road while you're still awake, but don't drive right, sleepy. Hey, I'm going to be listening, so you guys just yeah. yourself. Chap- right. Chap- right. Chapter hey, 12. God bless you guys. Thank you very much for covering the bunkhouse. God bless uh, our listeners. And uh, you guys are the reason we, you guys and gals are the reason we do this show, and uh, you inspire us each and every day. Get a kid outside. 
Do something outside. All right. Amen. That's TJ with the outdoor with the KOZ heading to the That's mountains. Right. We'll take TJ's advice. And after you take a kid into the outdoors, then take him over to Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. All our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool selection of oysters. You know, dollar golf oyster special starting at 5 p.m. on Mondays. Uh, don't miss the fabulous desserts of spiced chocolate cake, key lime, pie, tres leches, summer cheesecake, and house-made ice creams and sorbets. Man, they have a wonderful made bread and a poor boy. The poor boy bread is directly from New Orleans. So go over and talk to the owners, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder. Invite they're they're inviting you over right now. Well, not right now, but later today. It's located over at Highway 71 at the Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. That's shoreatx.com. Go get you some. Outdoor news of the weird coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone. Find us live 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone, and if you're like me, you're always looking for the best. Where's the best vacation spot? Where's the best food in town? Heck, we even have best friends, so why not drive the best? Well, you can in a new Honda. For style and sophistication, try the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of car and driver's 10 best. It features a push-button start, uh, pop-up display, and, of course, my favorite, Honda Sensing, Honda's suite of safety and driver-assisted features like lane assist, collision detection, and road departure. Or if you want more out of your mid-size SUV, there's the 2019 Honda Pilot, named the 2019 Best Buy of the Year among the mid-size SUVs, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Standard with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted features. So if MV drives you, Drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers. Car and Drivers, January 2019. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. All right, now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Get this one, dude. I don't know. I, I don't I think, know. Creepy I think or weird? What uh, would you say? Ooh, this Creepy one's totally weird. weird. Man lives okay. after bear breaks his spine and keeps him has keeps him as food inside the den. That's creepy. The emancipated, <laughs> emanci- emanciated yes. uh, man from Russia, Russia's remote Republic of Tuva, was preserved as tin can food to eat later by a brown bear, say local reports in the region. A mm. group of local hunters found Alexander after their dogs refused to leave the area of the den. Their persistence 
persistent barking pushed the hunters to check inside the area where they found a barely alive man. He was rushed to the hospital and has been diagnosed with a broken spine and severe emancipation. So that's that's when weakness and super thin, like a prisoner of war. Emaciation. It's not emaciation. It's not emancipation or not whatever that's where, you, where no. you leave your your parents the court allows you to leave your parents what, why are you talking about that after a segment with tj come on <laughs> emaciation uh basically he had been alexander remembers his first name but not his age and was reportedly in the den in the bear den for around one month drinking what? urine to survive okay he is now in the intensive care unit with multiple injuries and rotting skin. He can move his arms, local <laughs> hospital doctor said. Wow. Dude, what? <laughs> what just happened? The will what? to survive and why, you know? Like, I mean, I guess that was why he was hoping to survive. He's got more work to do, apparently. <laughs> Wow, can you imagine to it's kinda like when I put a piece of beef jerky over in the, you know, corner of the suburban, like up in And then forget about it. Right, and just leave it there for a while, you know. That's how he probably felt. Can you imagine? so the broken spine, you know how those bears you can see them jumping up and down? Yeah. When they take something, you know, like (laughs) trying to just crack it and and then dragging that thing off. And and be put in a corner. Drug it into the yeah, and into the like, bear den. I'll have that man jerky later, you know, that human jerky. And, uh, yeah, the ah. will to survive. You're right. Yeah. Um, see, I mean, that's why I called it creepy. It's creepy because from your, you're looking at it from the bear's point of view. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know what in the world? This is it's creepy. It's not weird to a bear, though. <laughs> I I guess not. That's what they do, uh, yeah. right? Yeah. He's like a bear's a he's like a human's a lion's a raccoon's a squirrel. It don't matter. So I'm wondering. I I was thinking about what's the first part of this story. You know, where was the guy? Why didn't he have his firearm? What he did? He pass out? Had he been drinking too much in the woods? And <laughs> you know, that's what happened. He was taking a nap. I don't think so. I think he was. I don't know what he was doing. So I don't have that part of the story. I another, don't know if he can remember yet. True, but he knows his first name. His first name, not his age. Nothing hmm. else. I guess that uh, that's the last thing you have to worry about when you're Maybe he's a covert a spy for some country, and he can't give away his identity. So, And then I want to hear about the rest of the story, that survival, because I'd like to know those hunters, they found him, what they do, man? Did they take that bear down in the den and then drag this no, guy out? the bear out? wasn't in the den anymore. Oh, he! I didn't read that part. So yeah, it wasn't in the den. They just hurt him. And then went I think in they there. smelled the bear and then knew that the dogs obviously knew something was alive in there. Ah. You know, and... Can you imagine if you laid up. eyes on that for... Were, I know you're going to want to... You were talking to me about creepy things that you hear. You know, later. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in the show. But that, can you imagine going into a den, you know, with your little flashlight, and you're like, what the heck is that A human there? Yeah. I don't don't want any part of that. So uh, 
next week, the biggest show in fishing takes place, ICAST. This is where all of the industry releases its uh, new colors, new baits, new innovations, new ideas. A ton of new stuff comes out, most of which is not very exciting. I'll be 100% honest with you. Most of it's like, we added glitter to this worm that you've been fishing for the last 25 years. It's amazing. Uh, Game changer, game changer. This is a game changer, game changer. So do they have big reveals? And they, they do. pay people and they have, boom, 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 boom. they have big reveals. They have a big award ceremony. You know, if you win the ICAST best of show in different categories, then it's a huge deal. Uh, the, the purpose of the show, the purpose of ICAST, really, the true purpose, and the retailers will tell you this, to not only unveil new product, but to uh, get orders from major retailers. That's so where it happens. That's huh? where your buyers come in and say, okay, I want this, this, and this. So uh, uh, say a bait manufacturer can come out with a whole new line of baits. Mm-hmm. You'd spend all this money in production and and uh, and molds and do all this stuff. Right. And if nobody buys it, it doesn't ever show up to market. Doesn't really matter. True. If nobody <laughs> buys it, meaning if the buyer for whatever retail, whatever yeah. major retailer doesn't buy it, then that bait doesn't come to production. And that's the part that intrigues me is how many items, how many baits have gone unnoticed at the time that are good, that are, that, that could have been game changers in the industry, in the world of fishing, but because of the guy that's at the time was entrusted with walking around to each booth and saying, I'll take 10,000 of those, uh, give me 5,000 of those at each store, uh, give me 300,000 of those, uh, you know. He was He like- just overlooked it, didn't think that it was sell or, uh, because I see plenty of the other side. The marketing? I see plenty of, Things that come to the shelf that I'm like, are you kidding me? A well, bat, a floating bat. I like lure. The, I remember that one. You told me about that one. Yeah, they got duck ones. They got the bat ones. Like they little got, baby ducks. You yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they work in certain scenarios. And idea, it just doesn't work for me. You know. So anyway, it's just uh, intriguing to know that there are. So many baits so you and wanna... innovations out there that uh, that get overlooked, and they all happen at ICAST. Huh. That'll be going on next week. We'll talk more next week about the products, uh, low rants, and uh, the GPS information which I graph need. system. I'd love to have that. Yes, which you'd love to have. They're actually coming out with a trolling motor. The first time in a long time we've seen another brand of trolling motor that actually has potential, I think, to uh, take some of the market away. So we'll see about that. Sun Auto Service. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust, and we trust our friends at Sun Auto Service. They've been family-owned and operated since 1978, and they hire only ASE-certified technicians. Every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place 
that you bring your vehicle in the time of need or maintenance. Go see their locations, 405 West Slaughter Lane. That's the one I use, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and their newest location in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Check out all the deals and specials at sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, right here from 7 to 9 a.m. on theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? And you can stack them up, and when you go and celebrate the new Jeep with the top off, plenty of room for deer, windows down, enjoying the perfect weather for top-off Jeep cruising. They're giving you thousands off their massive inventory of 2019 Jeeps. Like the 2019 Motor Trend SUV of the year, the Jeep Wrangler. It's the classic American look we all love. With new technology, design upgrades, some amazing safety features like rear park assist, which we all would love, blind spot monitoring, and cross path detection. Also available is 2019 Grand Cherokee. From the road to the ranch, the 2019 Grand Cherokee can be taken anywhere you want to go with built-in 8.4 touchscreen, dual power sunroof, and active safety technology. It meets all the demands of what we have to uh, take out in the outdoors or cruising uptown. So visit the Superstore. There's thousands and tons of directions, uh, I mean, selection. Uh, and the, at the savings of number one Christ Dodge Ram sales leader in Central Texas, that is Nile Maxwell Superstore, located over on 620 and 183 in Austin, or you can visit them online at nilemaxwellsuperstore.com. All right, it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. At about 11.30 p.m. on June 21st, a government Canyon State Park police officer received a missing persons call from the San Antonio Police Department. It seemed the missing persons called 911 from somewhere in the park reporting at the that an animal had been following and growling at her. <laughs> so she had taken refuge by climbing a tree. The park police officer searched her last reported location to no avail, but was able to make contact on her cell phone to re- reassure her help was on the way. She urged him to please hurry because an animal she believed to be a wild pig was nearby and growling. She informed her, uh, he informed her that he would turn on his truck siren and ask her to listen. She was unable to hear his siren. So the officer told her to use her iPhone and send him her location by a text message, which she did. The officer then hiked to that location and found her 
and a male in a tree. She warned the officer that the pig was still close by, and she heard it just a few minutes before he arrived. Shortly after that, the officer heard a car drive over the rumble strips on nearby Galm Road and watched as the woman's body language immediately changed. The officer asked if they believed the noise they heard was the pig, and both of them nodded yes. He explained it was only cars crossing rumble strips on the road nearby. Embarrassed by the misperceived <laughs> threat, the lost hikers were reassured by the officer that the unknown can be scary and that their reaction surprisingly common. Okay. So, weird noises out in nature. You're not sure what they are. I don't know that car rumble strips. I mean, I guess maybe you had to be there, uh, but would put me up in a tree anyway. Uh, but there are loud noises, uh, you know, deer blinds, uh, you're walking to the deer blind in the dark, you know, with a little flashlight that mm-hmm. really should have new batteries in it or by moonlight, you know, there's times yeah. you get the full moon, you walk up with a no light at all, yep. uh, or you're just sitting in a, sitting on the lake before the sun comes up. No other sounds, no other people around. You know, what are those sounds? What are those things? I know for me, if you've ever had uh, ducks fly over low, you hear that. You hear their wings. And uh, without the quacking or any of that, you don't hear any of that. Right? It's like. Yeah. And that could be, man, that can be a nerve, nervy sound, lake or. Deer blind. I've had it happen both. Uh, du- uh, ducks, you know, it's a big bird, and you get a group of them, you know, flying in unison, and that's all you hear. I, I've never heard that in the morning. That, that's yeah. kind of, I mean, I've heard them come over. Yeah. But uh, I guess being that close to the water, they're either going to land or they're taking off or something, right? I right. Mean, but, but I usually see him higher when you're out in the deer blinder in the field. Yeah. So let's see. Well, you know, I was thinking about this story as you were talking. I'm like, you know, kind of interesting. Notice the lady called and the guy didn't, right? He said there was a male in the tree, but <laughs> yeah, he was probably. But I did notice that just like with kids, what we do uh, is we go out and do at these uh, camps. We'll do a night, uh, a night hike. Yeah. No lights, man. These kids, you know, they have their, they turn on a light and then all you can see is what's the light, what's in the light. Right. And everything else is shadows cast everywhere. Try to teach them that if you turn off the light and adjust your eyes that you'll see, I mean, you may see stuff, you may hear stuff, but that's because they're more scared of you, right? right? Going through, they're trying to get out of the way. It's not like they're coming after you. Yeah. And everybody's got the perception that something is there to attack and grab and take you well, away. Well, I mean, you know. You got to be on alert. I mean, it's a natural instinct, right? Yeah. But they are trying to get away from you most, most of, of the, the time. time. Except for if a bear wants to take, take you, you as to a his jerky den. snack. <laughs> that is funny how that came all the way around. But let's see. So one time out at the Deer Lease uh, on my first year, um, I would ride out with somebody, drop me off at the road, and I had about a three-quarter of a mile walk Yeah, back to 
what at that time my deer stand was a pop-up blind. It was probably 150, 100 so yards. after I came, okay, well, carry whatever. On. Carry on. Whatever <laughs> was not. Anyways, half a storm had blown away half of my, the whole backside. <laughs> and so the chair was still there. And so I sat behind it like as if it's just a wall. Yeah. And I was sitting there with my head down and it was so quiet and so cold. And all of a sudden, here. Ooh, I want to hear what that is, but hold it till the flip side because I've got one for you too. One of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, there's only one true archery shop. That's archery country. Whether you're an avid bow hunter, chasing elk, white-tailed bear, game around the world, or just a 3D shooter, maybe an avid bow hunter or a 3D shooter. You'll find Archery Country is the place for all your gear. How about a crossbow? Archery Country has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting with a crossbow. I heard they uh, they also sell Traeger grills. I heard they had the grill lit up all uh, the last few days and were cooking a bunch of wild game while uh, people were in there shooting and hanging out at the bow shop. So just a great place to hang out. They're closed Sundays and Mondays, but open back up. On Tuesday, 8121 Research Boulevard. That's right here in Austin, Texas. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Coming up next, we'll talk a little uh, outdoor scary noises. And uh, KOZ Hunting Camp, plus your Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You get it live right here from 7 to 9 a.m. every Sunday morning. TheOutdoorZone.com. This week. 